You're listening to This Podcast is for Women, episode number 67, Problematic Men and Tools to End Arguing Now. I have to admit, I had a difficult time labeling and naming and titling this podcast episode because I cover so many things in the topic of problematic men. You are a powerful dynamite woman. Often a problematic man or a high conflict man is actually drawn to you because you have this wonderful problem solving ability and skills. You're also very likely strong in your masculine energy and he's drawn to you for your masculine energy because he might be lacking in some of the masculine energy you have. So you can totally be attracted to each other. You can feel like he's a masculine energy man and you're into him and he can, you know, adore you for being this soft, feminine energy woman. But yet when there's a problem, when there's some conflict, and it can even be certain types of conflict, you are going to be the superior problem solver. You're going to be the better problem solver. So here's the thing. High conflict men are often drawn to powerful dynamite women because of some sort of problem solving ability that we have that they don't have. When you do a lot of problem solving for a man, he can become resentful. He can get a little blamey, shamey for what you're doing. He'll find other ways to assert his power in the relationship. And you will experience something known as high conflict or a problematic man where stuff just comes out of nowhere. It's an issue and you're scratching your head wondering, how did we get here? So in this podcast episode, I'm going to share so many of my tools that you can begin using immediately to help you with a problematic man, whether you're dating or you're just attracting these types of men into your life, or you are attracted to them because they're wonderful little projects for you to fix, whatever it may be, this podcast is going to share some really enlightening tools with you about how to resolve the issues that crop up in problematic relationships. Now, a lot of these tools I also share in my online courses, and I highly recommend you give yourself the full scope of knowledge and head on over to my website, check out my courses. I have a complete bundle where you can get them all and do a deep dive, a deeper dive than my podcast can give you. You can go into feminine energy and really learn more about how to speak and communicate and find what you feel instead of wearing the masculine energy role in the relationship. Now, if this episode speaks to you and you really appreciate it, please take a moment, rate and review my podcast. That helps other women find my podcast. And it also gives me a nice pat on the back, lets me know I'm doing a good job and helping you out. Please also share this episode with a girlfriend. Now, before we dive into this episode, I just want to say, I am a relationship coach who focuses on feminine energy and I want to help women solve their big relationship issues because it is what I experienced in my own life for so long. I could not get a relationship to work. I kept attracting men that I felt like I had so much chemistry with and passion with, but we just could not make things happen long term. We were at odds a lot. And one of the reasons in retrospect why I was at odds with a lot of the men in my life is that I was coming to them from a place of masculine energy instead of feminine energy 
where we where I was actually connecting to his heart. In fact, I was meeting a man on an intellectual level. So we were kind of like two guys in a boardroom. <laughs> we weren't a man and a woman in a bedroom, for example. So in this episode, I'm going to share more info about problematic guys, how to problem solve, how to end arguments right here, right now. And again, I share so many tools with you. Make sure you have pen and paper or you have your notes section open on your phone and make lots of notes. This podcast is definitely one that you want to bookmark and share. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you attracted to problematic men or are problematic men attracted to you? Do you tend to attract men who sometimes just don't have their life all figured out or maybe on the outside they look like they do, but once you're in a relationship with them, there's a lot of blaming. There is often a lot of interrupting you, bickering, having problems and conflict in the relationship, and it feels like you can't go more than a couple of days without having conflict with this person. You have to begin to wonder if you are attracting this type of man into your life or if they are attracted to you or a little bit of both. Now, maybe you have a history of attracting high conflict men in your life, or maybe suddenly that's just all you seem to be meeting after years and years of really great guys where things just didn't work out for one reason or another. But here you are attracting problematic men. So as you know, I am a feminine energy coach and relationship therapist for women. And I really focus on how powerful dynamite women are in their masculine energy in the relationship. So I have a theory I'm going to share with you about problematic men, men who want to bicker and argue, and it just seems like you guys are just at each other's throats. And there's a lot of ongoing misunderstandings and blame. Probably going to be a triggering episode for many of you. I'm also going to have a little section below where you can share what it is your guy does that really triggers you. If you've noticed it, if you've been able to observe what it is he says or does, I'm going to name some list of characteristics for you to choose from and just give you a little idea of what these men are about and why they're attracted to powerful dynamite women. So before I go too much further, if you enjoy my podcast, please take a moment, head on over to Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast at and rate and review my podcast. This means so much to me to get your feedback, but also it helps other women just like yourself find my podcast. And while you're there, also take a moment, share it with a girlfriend who could benefit from this knowledge and wisdom I'm sharing with you. So let's take a deeper look at the problematic man and what his past looks like. In my experience, working with hundreds of clients over the past 10 years and in my own life, problematic men tend to have the following characteristics. They do not have a long relationship history or 
they have one really long relationship. So an example of this would be a man who had maybe one 10-year long relationship and you're meeting him when he's like, you know, 45. But prior to that, he didn't really have long relationships with women. (laughs) Now, this isn't necessarily a red flag, but sometimes you just run into a guy who just wasn't able to get it right with a lot of women for very long, for more than three months, six months. And then they were able to kind of figure something out with one woman, but then that ended. And now they're interested in you or you are drawn to them. So you can take a little bit of a look at their relationship background, how long their relationships were, if they were rocky, if they were ongoing problems with their partner. Maybe they'll share that with you. Maybe they won't. There's no reason why you necessarily want to know this information. But if you know about it, you understand the problematic man typically doesn't have the most even relationship history. A lot of the clients I work with, and including myself, I had boyfriends that were two and three years in length of us being together. You know, we were functioning. I had several boyfriends where we were together at least two years or more before I was even age, I would say around maybe 25. So I was able to have long, steady, consistent relationships with men. I actually didn't meet my first high conflict guy until later in life, when I was in a very different place in life with my own issues, my own things that I was going through as an adult woman. So in addition to his relationship background, we now have to look at your background and see if you're not still healing from some high conflict parents or high conflict past where you had people that you love very much that you wanted to fix in some way, you wished you could fix, or as a child, you didn't understand what you were doing wrong in the relationship. You couldn't, of course, blame your parents. You might see what they were doing was wrong or have a sibling where something was going on that was very dramatic and unhealthy in the house. You experienced something and you didn't know how to fix it. And so as an adult, and I believe this is especially true once you get into your 30s, you begin to relive your past and figure out all the things that went wrong consciously and subconsciously. So sometimes you will attract men that are projects who have problems, whereas you have become this powerful dynamite woman. So let's move on to the next part of this, which is you're a powerful dynamite woman. You've got a lot going on. You're accomplished. You're confident. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're strong. You're intelligent. Can I just keep going on and on about how awesome you are? You're aware that you are pretty amazing and powerful. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a wonderful asset to have. And the right type of man will be drawn to that and absolutely love it. But a problematic man who has problems with his own masculinity, his identity, his self-esteem, his self-worth, and things like this. A problematic man who's got problems, he's drawn to you because of your masculine energy strength. We're always trying to get into balance with the feminine and the masculine. And you may be drawn to him for some vulnerability you see or some weakness you see in him or Somewhere where you can help him and you can have value in a relationship again and you can feel loved and admired and cared for and wanted and desired 
I don't want to say for all the wrong reasons, but not the right reasons. You're not here to fix his life and fix him. In fact, that's going to lead to resentment. And you already know this. You're listening to this podcast. Whenever you go out of your way to help a man or show him the way, there's usually some resentment Even if you're doing something wonderful for him, a lot of men have problems taking constructive criticism or any type of criticism or help or assistance from a woman. I'm not here to fix how male DNA works. I do believe that there are some ways that you can talk to a man that can help them process and receive if you're giving, which again is not a good thing to have going on is lots of you giving The woman is the feminine energy source. She is really at her best receiving. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't share your wisdom and your knowledge with a guy. Again, there are ways that you can communicate with a man that allow him to receive in a better way. In fact, I wrote a book about it. It's called 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. So that book really helps you learn something called scripting and using feeling statements and stating what you're experiencing from the place of your body, even if it's intellectual, even if it's fixing an app on his phone or figuring out the flight schedules or something complicated, it doesn't really matter. You're able to come from a place of feeling in your body, which is good for you to do because then you're not directing the relationship and solving all the problems and being mommy to everyone. You're able to be the woman and receive and have the man care for and take care of you. So let's look a little bit more at what goes into a problematic high conflict man. There is probably a lot of arguing and disagreeing, but there's definitely blame in the relationship. You will quickly get blamed for something that's going wrong. And it won't sound like I blame you. It will sound like here's what you did. Here's what you said that has created the situation that we're in right now. So He will put the uh, circumstances or the outcome of the situation back onto you, something you did, something you said, the way you were, a tone in your voice, things like this. There will also be extrapolations where something very small will become something big. For example, I had a client who decided to buy herself a very nice purse that she wanted and she showed it off to her husband And he said, oh, okay, so now you're on a spending spree? So that's an extrapolation. He's taking one little bit of information. She bought a nice purse. He's making it much bigger into something bigger than it really is in reality. Another thing is problematic men have black and white thinking or they have all or nothing thinking. And you will hear him say things like, you always do this or I never get to have my say. It will be like, Always, never, I'll never do that again. I'll never help you again. It's very all or nothing. So we're getting down to the core of what the problematic man is going through. And this is an inability to problem solve. Now, I mentioned earlier, you're a powerful dynamite woman. He's drawn to you. You're a problem solver. You know how to fix things. If you don't know how to fix it yourself, you know how to delegate or reach out to the right person or people to fix it. Men that are problematic can't do that as well as we do. They have problems 
problem solving. They might be good at problem solving certain things in their job or with a car engine. But when it comes to relationships and the softer science and communication, they just go into overload mode. This can stem again from things in their own past, traumas that they experienced as children where the only way they got attention was by throwing a tantrum. Or they had a sibling that had a lot of problems and they didn't get attention. And so they learned, oh, if if I get attention, I have to kind of throw a tantrum. The other aspect of this is they are emotionally sensitive and they're not able to regulate as well as we are. Now, I believe that in general about men anyway. I don't believe they can regulate as well as women can emotionally. And I think women have to really work on it, especially when we're going through PMS or menopause. We have to really focus on how we're speaking and showing up and being kind and respectful to whoever we're communicating with. Women are the leading user or consumer of self-help products. We are the ones that usually are problem solving in the relationship and finding the book at the bookstore to read or calling the therapist. We are the problem solvers in a relationship with a problematic man. So how do you balance this? How do you get back to where he is problem solving? There's not a lot of bickering, interrupting you, talking loudly, talking over you, extrapolations, black and white thinking, blame disagreements that come out of nowhere sometimes. How do you get back to this place of calm communication with your guy? I'm going to share exactly how, but let's pause for a real quick break. Are you tired of feeling misunderstood, ignored, or frustrated by the men in your life? Do you wish you knew how to communicate with them in a way that makes them listen, respect, and adore you? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to check out my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This ebook is a comprehensive guide to help you master the art of feminine communication and get what you want from any man in an authentic, warm, loving, caring way. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, this ebook teaches you how to express your feelings, needs, and desires in a way that makes him want to please you and commit to you. You'll learn how to avoid common mistakes that push men away, how to use your voice and body language to attract and keep attention, and how to handle conflict and disagreements without losing his respect, and much, much more. Plus, you'll get access to my two-day video class that teaches you a lot of body postures and poses that you can use in a lot of different situations, so you'll never run out of the right words to say. 500 Ways to Talk to a Man is the ultimate resource for any woman who wants to improve her communication skills and create a deeper connection with the man in her life. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your love life and get my ebook today. Go to www.everheartcoaching.com and get your copy. The link is below in the description. I'm going to teach a few tools about how to deal with a problematic man where there's arguing, bickering, blaming that I teach in a lot of my programs, definitely 500 ways to talk to a man ebook, which also comes with a video class, fem tools for dating. If you are out there dating, check out fem tools for dating. And if you're in a relationship, you're in a more advanced study of feminine energy. I have fem diamond 
and I have Femme for Relationships. I have the links to those programs below. I'm going to share some of my top tools in how to handle a really problematic man. The first one is my Really Really Get Him tool, which is where a man is experiencing an emotion and he wants to feel connected to you, especially if he's a problematic man, if he has uh, problems handling conflict. One of the things they love more than anything, I believe, is getting some attention, getting some validation and having you with them present. So that's the reason they get dramatic and big, ultimately, I believe, is that they they need some sort of attention or validation or to feel important. So really, really get him tool gives you this ability to connect with him empathetically without it becoming a crutch where he's just always pulling at you to get that validation. You're able to validate, but also kind of move on to problem solving. So that's where we want to be with this whole situation is in problem solving mode. So the really, really get him tool works like this. If your guy says something like, I never get to do what I want to do, you can look at his face and name one emotion that you're seeing, such as, wow, you must be feeling really frustrated. So in that moment, you're able to connect with him, even if he corrects you. The one thing I don't want you to do is apologize. And I talk about this in 500 ways and ABCs to get him back. So many of my programs, I really don't believe in apologizing unless you have absolutely done something wrong. Women over apologize. I have a popular blog about how a guy bumped into me with his shopping cart at the grocery store. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, why am I apologizing to this guy? And he seemed angry at me. And women over apologize for things we're not doing, for things someone else is feeling. So don't apologize. You have nothing to apologize for because if you do, he's going to kind of hold that against you and say, see, even you admitted to it. So we got really, really get him and don't apologize. And then the next one is my favorite. I get a lot of my clients to use this when texting with a man, which is whether to answer him or not. You don't have to respond to everything a man says to you. You can just use my very popular phrase, okay. You're just saying, okay, like, okay, I hear you. Okay, that's acknowledged. Not like, okay, I totally agree. So you do have to focus on your inflection a little bit. But let me tell you, if you ever want to stop your guy dead in his tracks, (laughs) just say the word, okay. He will stand there like, that's it. That's all. Let him feel the absence of your words. It's very powerful because then guess what? He goes into problem solving mode. As you're focusing more on problem solving and redirecting the man to problem solve, which is where you want his masculine energy to be. If you want that balanced relationship where you're in your feminine, he's in his masculine, feminine is receiving, masculine is moving forward problem solving, taking care of things. And again, we're not talking about everything in the spectrum of the world. It's important to have a realistic balance in your relationship where you are going to be able to problem solve some things better than he is. 
But this is also about dialing back your masculine energy to jump in there, take over, make everything okay, and allow the man some space to be a man and step forward into his masculine energy. So again, this type of man was drawn to you for your strength and your power. They have conflict with a powerful dynamite woman because masculine energy is very competitive. Even if you're well-meaning with your problem-solving and masculine energy, any type of suggestion, even encouragement or warnings will be very threatening to a man because he senses there's something wrong with him. Otherwise, you're having to help him. Now, if you were a peer and you were a man he respected, if you were another type of alpha in his world, he would look up to you and be really grateful for this advice or he might turn on it or he may become a better man. It's just really hard to say. So instead of a lot of hypotheticals, and again, I can't solve you know, the male DNA or why we have conflict with other people. That's not the objective here. It's really about using, this is really to help you get in alignment with a person who's problematic. And so you can focus on problem solving, whether it's with a coworker, your husband, your boyfriend, sometimes even your children. There are some really valuable feminine energy characteristics that are excellent at getting things flowing in a very smooth, calm manner that is also directed towards problem solving. Now, this next one is about being warm. I received a comment recently that said, do not respond warm to lukewarm behavior. Be indifferent and live your life. That bring back so more attention than, oh, she is still available. (laughs) So I kept all the typos in there because I didn't want to alter. (laughs) I didn't want to alter what they had, uh, you know, the point they were trying to make which is don't respond to lukewarm behavior and and you don't need to be warm. Go live your life. Be free of this person. So that's all well and wonderful. And I think there are times in your life where that is what you want to do. But if you're married to someone or you've been dating, you finally met someone that everything is really working out with and now you have conflict and they're being lukewarm, that's not really going to be uh, effective. It's not going to be something that you can sustain and maintain to have a healthy relationship. So being warm is always, always an option. By warmth, I don't mean like, hi, you're the greatest and I'm gonna gush all this ooey gooey sticky sweetness. Warmth is just really about being respectful, being kind, being available physically in your body, opening up that feminine energy space. I talk about dancers pose where you want to physically kind of lean back in your body, shift your weight back onto one foot, or make sure you're leaning back. You're not leaning forward on a table. If you're having a meeting at the kitchen table or or even a business environment, you're able to lean back and receive. Again, this works with anyone where you're wanting to create that space where they have room to move towards you. Physically, it's also just less intimidating. If it has any sort of threatening vibe, all of that is gone because you're leaning back and you're giving them space. A great way I like to be warm is to really listen to a person and make eye contact and gently nod and blink your eyes slowly, nod that you're understanding and just really don't break eye contact. And if you can just have a little bit of a soft 
smile to your face. Have your palms facing upward. If your arms are crossed, uncross them and just create a very warm energy around yourself. I do believe this energy can come from your womb. It can come from this area where you are meant to receive from a man, your birth canal, and you only give when you're having a child or you're having your menstrual cycle. And you think about that energetic purpose, this place of creation and warmth within your body, how the cells and the DNA in your body just date back to the original mother. And it's just so fascinating to think about how the cells that are part in your womb, that are part of your DNA, were actually part of your grandmother at one time. And that was part of her grandmother and so on and so forth. And so we have all these women, strong, powerful, dynamite women, women that have endured so much suffering and inequality. And now here you are and you're getting to use that warmth and that power and that place of creation for something positive. So whenever you can realign the power structure here, It's not about letting a man have more power than you. It is really about utilizing and turning on that wonderful healing power of creation that is within all women. A quick exercise I like to do uh, when you're like listening to your husband or your boyfriend, you start to get in this very tense, energetic space. You feel like you're moving forward. You feel like you're leaning forward. So purposely lean back, breathe very slowly Try to calm your breath, calm your nervous system. You can remind yourself, okay, I'm feeling really upset right now. I'm I'm, I'm triggered. I'm going to come back to that feeling and address it at some point. I'm not just going to hop over it and, you know, make sure it can't see the light of day. I'm feeling something right now. I'm going to come back to that later. But right now, I'm going to be warm. I'm going to relax my pelvis area. I'm going to allow all of that warmth and beautiful creative energy I have in my body to expand and create space to receive. And when you can practice turning on that energy, it will shift the energetic vibe of the entire room. You will, with your eyes, literally see your man change in front of you when you go into this energy and you lean back. You're no longer in that moving towards him, masculine energy, you're in that soft receiving energy. So I touched a little bit about should you answer or not. I talked about okay. I shared really, really get him tool. I talked about not apologizing. And the next thing I want to touch on is a boundary. So boundaries are really important when you're communicating with a problematic man because you have to set limits on what you will entertain, sustain, adhere to, be an audience to. You have to set limits on that. I have a really popular blog post where my first husband was driving so quickly uh, down the highway. It was raining and I was begging him to slow down. We were going out of town and he was refusing. And so I finally said, well, hey, I've got, I've got to go to the bathroom. Please pull over at the you know next restaurant or gas station And when I got out, I told him, I said, I'm not getting back in the car with you. I'm calling my mom to come and get me. And that was a boundary. If you're speeding, I'm not getting in this car with you. That's a very clear boundary. So boundaries are about your mental, physical, and spiritual health. They are not about preferences. Like 
I would prefer you don't speed. No, if you're going to speed and go like, you know, 93 when it's raining, that's a solid, that's a firm no. That's about my health and my well-being. Even if physically guys will say, we're fine. We survived it. Well, yeah, we did. But emotionally, I went through a lot of pain during that moment. So this is about your physical, emotional, spiritual uh, well-being. That's what boundaries are about. A preference is I would prefer you open the doors for me when we go out to eat. That's definitely a preference versus I only want to be with a man who opens doors for me everywhere we go. It's wonderful. It's a great concept. It might happen naturally when you receive from a man in that way. If he opens a door for you and you go, oh, that feels so wonderful. It might continue, but it's not really a boundary. So I just wanted to, you know, side table and make sure you understood the difference between boundaries and preferences. But a boundary is definitely part of talking and communicating with a problematic man because you're setting limits. I have had so many clients and including myself had men who uh, needed their powerful dynamite woman to help them make their resume. They really needed some help creating their resume. And I think that this is great to you know, have a man who comes to you and says, you know, can you help me with this? Or if he wants to network with some people, you know, but remember he's asking for something from you and it might be at a stage in the relationship where you don't feel comfortable helping him. So be aware of that. You don't help someone to get something from them, but a boundary with that would look like, oh, I'm flattered. You want me to help you with your resume. I will proofread it for you. And I'll make some suggestions. That would be a limit. So I'm not going to write it for you. I'm not going to construct it for you. But I will proofread it and I'll make a few notes. And then how much you invest is limited. So keep that one in mind about boundaries and setting limits. The final part of this, the big center, is that you want to focus on the matter at hand. If you're with a high conflict guy... He will do what I call taking you up a mountain and over the hill, (laughs) into the valley, across the bridge. He will keep going from one subject to another subject. He'll pull a card out from the past and go, oh, you did this three years ago. They will make the uh, problem or the argument perpetuate. It'll just keep going. And you want to be able to have a boundary, be warm, use your really, really get him tool, answer or not answer. Definitely don't apologize and be able to come in and focus on the problem at hand. So it's really easy to blame our partners back. It's easy to accept that bait. This takes a lot of practice, but when you are able to calmly state what you're feeling Use the really, really get him tool. Be empathetic. Be aware of black and white thinking, always, never, and not responding to those triggers and being warm, but also having a boundary. And that includes having a boundary on how long the conversation continues. You know, I've been talking about this for about 10 minutes with you. It doesn't feel like we're going to reach a solution. I would love to reach a solution. Let's talk about it some other time. What do you think? And you're ending it with a, what do you think? You're always putting that ball back in the man's court to begin to problem solve. Are you tired of feeling misunderstood, ignored, or frustrated by the men in your life? Do you wish you knew how to communicate with them in a way that makes them listen, respect, and adore you? 
If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to check out my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This ebook is a comprehensive guide to help you master the art of feminine communication and get what you want from any man in an authentic, warm, loving, caring way. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, this ebook teaches you how to express your feelings, needs, and desires in a way that makes him want to please you and commit to you. You'll learn how to avoid common mistakes that push men away, how to use your voice and body language to attract and keep attention, and how to handle conflict and disagreements without losing his respect, and much, much more. Plus, you'll get access to my two-day video class that teaches you a lot of body postures and poses that you can use in a lot of different situations, so you'll never run out of the right words to say. 500 Ways to Talk to a Man is the ultimate resource for any woman who wants to improve her communication skills and create a deeper connection with the man in her life. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your love life and get my ebook today. Go to www.everheartcoaching.com and get your copy. The link is below in the description.